guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So today I want to take you into another crazy adventurous story, uh, back to Matthew chapter 14. Now, just to put some context on this, okay? Monday's episode, we talked about how Jesus uh, heard that John the Baptist was beheaded. His dear beloved friend needed some time to go out and kind of process this, to mourn. And in the meantime, what happens? Multitudes come to him. They follow him. He heals them feeds more than 5,000 of them from five loaves and two fishes. This is the same day, folks. This is crazy. This is an amazing, wonderful, exhausting, awesome experience for everybody involved. As you go to verse 22 of Matthew 14, straightway Jesus constrained the disciples to get into the ships, this is after the fact of feeding feeding the 5,000, to go before him onto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. Again, to be by himself, to be able to commune with God. When the evening was come, he was there alone. So this was most likely earlier on in the evening, maybe, you know, a six to eight or something like that. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, which was most likely between the hours of three to six, you keep in mind how long those guys had been toiling and rowing. Uh, John's record says it was between 25 and 30 furlongs, which is about three to four miles of this. So they are just exhausted, which we can pause that for a second. There's a nice little principle for you and I when we are struggling with something for a long time, the Lord is very much aware of us, but he often doesn't come to us until that fourth watch. He allows us to struggle. He allows us to go through that. I think the Lord could have come to these guys earlier, but maybe there's some things they needed to understand about themselves. Again, little principle I think can bless our lives. Back to the story, verse 25, fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. That's probably a great, you know, understatement saying it's a spirit and they cried out in fear. In fact, over in Mark's gospel, uh, verse 48, it says he saw them toiling and rowing again, fourth watch of the night. So he was mindful of them. He cometh unto them walking upon the sea and would have passed them. It's like, he's just walking by. It's like, oh, Hey guys, I'm just on my way. But again, they were scared. This is very reminiscent again of the whole, you know, carest thou not that we perish experience that they had before. Now, back to chapter 14. The church did a wonderful little video about this, a little two minute clip that I think is awesome. And I love it. So go ahead and watch this. Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Come. Lord, save me. 
thou of little faith? Wherefore didst thou doubt? Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. So here is Jesus who has just said, be of good cheer, don't be afraid. And here's Peter who says, Master, if this is you, will you allow me to come to you? And I love how Jesus is just like, yeah, come. I picture Jesus excitedly saying that because I think Jesus is happy to allow us to do the things that he does. He wants us to become like him. And so Peter's like, can I come? He's like, oh yeah, come. And the moment, you guys know this, the moment that Peter took his eyes off the Savior, that's when stuff started to happen. And then all of a sudden, Jesus pulls him back up and says, oh, thou of little faith. Whenever I read this, he doesn't say, you have zero faith. He goes, you have little faith. Apparently, little faith can get you wise walking on water, which if that's the case, I would love to see what big faith can do, right? Now, let me back out of that for a second. Elder David A. Bednar gave a wonderful talk a couple years ago. There's been some great talks about this. Elder Bednar said, I envision Peter responding fervently and immediately to the Savior's invitation with his eyes fixed upon Jesus. He stepped out of the boat and miraculously walked on the water. Only when his gaze was diverted by the wind and the waves did he become afraid and begin to sink. We can be blessed to conquer our fears and strengthen our faith as we follow the Lord's instruction. Look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not. Now, another wonderful talk that was given just recently was April 2022 from Elder Adrian Ochoa, and the talk was called, Is the Plan Working? And he spends most of his talk speaking about Peter's experience. I would invite you to go in and watch Elder Ochoa's talk. It's phenomenal. I'll go through, read it, study it, because you get some wonderful things here about how to handle those fears when they come. Uh, he says three things that we need to focus on. He says, we act in faith in Jesus Christ. In times of trouble, we turn to Jesus Christ right away. And then we humble ourselves before the Lord, and he will lift us up to greater things. Elder Ochoa says, Peter was frightened by the wind and began to sink. But when Peter realized what was happening, he did not try to tread water on his own or swim back to the ship. Rather than let go of his faith in Christ, he held on more tightly, crying, Lord, save me. So I love that idea of fixing our eyes on the Savior and immediately turning to the Savior right away. As you put those two together, maybe a question you could ask if you're teaching this, or you can just even bring this up to yourself or in a journal, in what ways can we turn to the Savior right away and fix our eyes on Jesus? Now again, the, the initial response, of course, is to pray, read your scriptures, go to the temple. Yeah, I get that. Those are wonderful. I don't want to devalue those. Sometimes those standard answers, though, we get caught up into those. Maybe we need to think a little bit about what are some ways that we really can fix our eyes a little bit differently and better on the Savior. Maybe we do those very things a little bit differently. In a couple of days, we've got General Conference. What a wonderful opportunity that is to fix our eyes on the Savior. And we turn to Him. We ignore all of the tumultuous, boisterous winds that are out there, and we focus on Jesus Christ. And as we do that, with that little bit of faith that we have, that's where we start seeing those miracles happen. So I love this story. What a busy, busy day for Jesus. But what a wonderful example it is for us and some great stories to help increase our faith. I'm grateful for this story. I know it's true. 
If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.